Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bump, for the weekend. This, the podcast that you need to listen to. Bump, 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 Be like that, you know, when you're like 18 and you're dancing, you're dancing at like I remember dancing my dad's 50th, yeah, <laughs> and thinking, You lot <laughs> cannot dance, right? But give it, give you also it. don't want to be the old guy who dances like young kids either, that's right. Well, no, if you can pop a lot, then that's a good shout, just yeah, just do you, uh, don't worry about fucking being. I'm not worried about it. Well, you well, are worried, happy with me. are we rolling? Yeah, is that gonna go in? Yeah. Well, I'm a bloody good Did dancer. you get it all? Did you get the... Yeah, we've got his new... Retention dropping, as you speak. Yeah. Do your song. Right, going. I'm going to do my song now. Champions! It's not you, is it? What's that? You're not bottling it. Why have you got that? That's Chelsea. You can go for a run. You can go for a run, That's cool. In podcast, it's important to stay hydrated. Stay lubricated. Yeah. Yeah, what a night. Um, Didn't learn all the words then? Champions League. I don't rate the song of that. Don't don't think What? How can you not love the Champions League song? Um, It's part of all of us. It's in our DNA as football fans to enjoy that music. You don't like it? Not for me, bro. Is that because for years it was like. Um, just angry it's like there it was in the distance yeah now no. four, is it four years on the trot three years on the trot Champions League um, yeah it's like three years on the bounce now obviously uh, consistency is key here uh, well, what's remarkable is that we have managed to get into the Champions League despite some absolutely horrendous form like horrible right, the form's okay but the, um, the, 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 the the results are fine it's just that the performances have Got been there, terrible man. but everybody's have been like you've seen teams right at the top drop drop points to teams that you never thought they would like uh, Chelsea Chelsea, Chelsea and <laughs> Huddersfield City of the weekend again to Huddersfield we'll talk about that yeah Brighton beating Man, Man United so it isn't just Tottenham something went on something's in the water it's time of the season, mate. Yeah, and, season. and it just goes to show how important are having the right mental application, right mental aptitude. Yeah. The, because, you know, West Brom turned it around. And for what reason? Same group of players, 
you know, they went down, unfortunately, but they could had, had a good stab at it too late. Pressure. That's what it is. So, so it's actually the manager's job often to create a scenario that gets the most out of players. And that's as important as having quality players. It's easier if you've got quality players, but you can do so much with a lesser group with the right belief system insta- instilled. Flat, that's all well and good, but... <laughs> How many more weeks of this we got? One more week. So enjoy this. What, so there's this and then... And next And week. then we'll never have to... People I mean, like it. I know, they do. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fucking phone. <laughs> Oh, sorry, the ring is off, hang on. Hello? Hello, Geese, you right? You <laughs> I'm right. Who is that? How's life? How's life? Uh, good. Oh, is that? How's things? It's me, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. Is that Jordan? Jordan Anderson, you good? Yeah, I'm all right. Good fella. Yeah, yeah, good. Keep, me, keep your nose out of trouble here? Yeah, good boy. That all good day. boy. How is the missus? She good? Lovely job. Lovely family you got there. Give him a kiss for me. I will do. It's me, obviously. Thousand goals. In professional football, it's me, Romario. You know the Brazilian <laughs> legend. Yeah, so I've been. You know, look, World Cup time. I'm getting loads of interviews and things like that. And I've been giving some advice to some of the boys. Have you? And I thought, you know, needs a decent World Cup. It's you lot, isn't it? It's yeah. you lot. You ain't done well for ages, have you? You ain't done well for ages down down England way. And I thought, let's give Jordan. Let's pick out the phone to Jordan. I ain't spoken to him for months. Right. Months. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. <laughs> and I thought, let's give him give him a call and give him some advice because I gave I've given Gabriel Jesus. Some advice. Go on. And uh, I said to him, I thought, I thought Jordan might need this. I do, I do. So, Tell me. Do you know what you need, mate? If you want, you want some advice to win a World Cup, do you? Go on, go on. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's go on and But World Cup, do you want some of that? Do go you? on. Yeah. Do you know what you need? Make sure you get loads of sex. That's what I said to Jesus. Basically. Basically. Yeah. I think you know people in like I don't know other countries around the world might be giving the same advice and it probably doesn't work because it's not actually the best preparation for a World Cup. But if it's me, I can say it because I've been there and I've done it. And I, I, all you got to do, Jordan, yeah, take this on, take this on board, yeah. Get yourself out there, all right? Couple nights out, couple cheeky tequilas, yeah. Get yourself a few, yeah? Tuck in, all right? <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> Lots of love. Take care. Be lucky. Be lucky. Um, Romario was saying that. I saw good. that. I came across that on Reddit. I was like, Romario tells... So he said, uh, this is a translation, he told Jesus the advice for him would be, getting enough is one of my tips. <laughs> getting enough sex? Getting know, enough. So he's, like, obsessed, isn't he? He's like, he loves it. He cannot hunt. get enough. Uh, as well as making the most of it on days off... <laughs> And of course, focusing on the day, and of course, focusing on the days of the games and during matches. <laughs> Make sure you're focusing during the match. But, but really take this in. Enjoy your days off. Yeah, I love that. Have lots of sex. Do um, you know I, love, I love if you've done enough done in the game. Right, in the game, right. sorry. In the game, yeah. then you can say anything and it's advice and it's fine. Like, yeah. Like, Prince famously used to eat his own toenails before going on stage, but that was Prince. He yeah. was a genius. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. But that's fine. I like the that. proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Yeah. You're allowed to do whatever you want within reason <laughs> if you're successful. And that's what's messed up about our world. That's what's messed up about people, isn't it? What, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. <laughs> you you should still have you to... You can do... You can have as much fun if you achieve everything. As much fun as you want if you achieve everything in the world because it's not fair on everyone else. Mm. I'm not allowed to have... I'm allowed to have... 60% fun in my life because I only achieved 60% worth of good stuff. Well, I guess if you 
the other side of it is that people be ready to knock you off that pedestal if you get up there. That's the story, isn't it? You get you up there and they'll knock you down. Yeah, you don't have to worry unless about... you're a Mario. Yeah. Because he don't care. He don't care. Well, that's the key. It's not caring. Yeah, that is the key. Um, I just saw that and I thought that was good. World Cup on its way. We'll talk about the, uh, the last can, game of the can season. I just, no, I want to go back to something. I want to go back okay, to something. Okay. Before we go through what we're going to go through. Okay. And there's a lot. There's a packed show here. It's a packed show. White Teeth Part 2. Parts 1 and 2 of Part 2. <laughs> Coming up uh, is just going back on that sex thing. Um, so obviously, the written rule, what everyone says, is don't have sex before you're about to go into an exam or before you're about to uh, not school exam, obviously, just like a driving test or a uh, or a um, nice <laughs> or a big game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Supposed to, you're supposed a to job just, interview. A job interview, exactly. You, you, uh, the, the rule is cooking a meal. The rule with what people say is yeah, good meal, not like. Beans on toast. You well, yeah, I mean, just wash out. Fill your boots before beans on toast. But you know, if you're cooking a nice meal, Valentine's Day meal, you don't knock one out or have sex before having the before having the, uh, the cooking the meal. Of course. But, so, but but what is it then? What is it about going into a, a, a big game? Why aren't you allowed to have sex? Why is that such a, a massive thing for sportsmen? Because <laughs> like lots of footballers say talk yeah. about it. David, I, David Hayes said that you wouldn't have sex about three months. I used to be careful about that. Because you know, I like to achieve on the football pitch. I like to do well in the Sunday League team. Yeah. So I would Did take do on well. board won the league this year Invincibles. Yeah. So. And you haven't had sex in a year? I haven't had sex in a year. Especially not on a Saturday night. No, but I, I changed that idea. Right. Because I've read an article. Firstly, Maradona said, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Which you would do, because that's Diego. Not a friend of mine, but I don't know. But then the other thing I read was that apparently, like, science has proven that actually, as long as you have sex uh, more than an hour before doing physical activity it shouldn't really make a difference so, so there's a build up <laughs> there's, yeah but I think people generally think that you're like if you've had sex the night before you're just going to be like Jordan you're not Jordan big game today yeah. you're our midfield enforcer aren't you and you go hmm. yeah I'm not really up for it <laughs> <laughs> I, um, standing like, come on Jordan you're going to lead us out for the warm up let us know in the comments below what, what's the reasoning what's your reasoning behind it and what's an acceptable amount of time between copulation and playing football or and in, if and stories came out that the England squad had partaken mm. during the World Cup period is it like a boxer you should just be like ready to go or do you need that calmness on the pitch yeah. Interesting. England. England. Uh, yeah, we did an England World Cup uh, squad video. Yeah, we so did. On the Bullshit YouTube channel. On the Bullshit YouTube channel. You should go check that out. Uh, I was able to get a quite surprising name on the list. Who was, was that? I was blown away by oh, you were Andy Carroll. A cliffhanger. Wow, I say Andy Carroll got on. Really? Unbelievable. Well, everybody agreed? I've got enough people to agree. Is this the weakest, the weakest England squad in living memory? It's up there. Yeah, <laughs> terrible, isn't it? I always go to Euro 2000. I thought that was an awful squad. Go on. Who was and in it? In, like, in hindsight, people go, oh, this guy's a legend, that guy's a legend. Nah. Who's in it? Dennis Wise was in it. Wow. Shouldn't have been. Like, Steve McManaman was like starting and wasn't the level was that Steve, he had been. Steve Stone in it? No, he was in the Euro 96 squad. Right. Phil Neville screwed up. He had like old guys like Adams was still in the team. Again, all these guys are legends, I get it. But like they were all old. Mm. And it was just, it was a poor squad. It was on the other side of it this time. Everyone's really young. Yeah, and, and do you know what? I think perversely, or weirdly, rather than perversely, it, uh, I think we'll probably do better than people think as well. I think we'll easily get out of the group because it's favourable. I think it's only Belgium, isn't it? That we should, the other two, you know, we should do enough. We should be able to finish second in that group. I think we'll actually go on. 
Mate, we'll go make, on. We'll make the quarters at least, and then anything can happen. I'm going to say it now. No? I'm going to say That's it now. That's not it, lads. Every, every tournament, in that couple months before, people start getting a little bit excited. I've like, been like that, though. But I've been, the tournament starts, we're, we're going to win it again. But I've been consistent, haven't I? Well, yeah, I've been consistent with my positivity. Yeah, but you're mad. You're, you're, you're... I just think that's what life's about. Yeah, no, you're right. That is. I'm, uh, You've been reading a book, yeah. I'm reading a book called The Secret, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is non- nonsense, <laughs> to be honest. It's stick with it, though. Bloody nonsense. 30 pages in, stick but, with but it. But I'm only 30 pages in. I haven't read it, by the way. Um, but it's about it's about <laughs> it's about visualizing and thinking positively, uh, posit- positively, positively. Yeah, because it's about the law of attraction, and which apparently is a law that, that exists Not, in the yeah. world. Right. And uh, and you think and exude positivity, and positive things come back to you. And I think there's something in that somewhere. And as a footballer, uh, you you have to go into this tour. There's no point going to this World Cup in Russia and thinking. We haven't got a chance. There's no, what's the point? Just go in just and believe. It. Just, just believe. Yeah, and so to say we can't get to the semi-final at the World Cup. Who's to say this England team with those English players can't go all the way in Russia? They, they shouldn't go all the way. Right? No, they absolutely but what's, what's, What I find mad about football fans is that time and again and again and again and again and again, weird shit happens. Football is a funny so old game. Maybe we, that could be... Put upon us for once. Why not? Why can't the Greece won it? Why can't we? Yeah. Leicester won the league over 38 games. Why can't we win the World Cup? Do you want? Let's keep this positivity yeah. and, this, and this nice England link by talking about Room 69. Yes. <laughs> Steve McLaren, get in there. Please get in there. Please yes. go away. Please in. go away. Because please, it's been massively linked according to the Daily Mail. Of which. You're fine, aren't you? That's a fact. I mean, Daily Mail, although it is gaining legs. It is gaining legs. There's a lot of people talking about it. Stephen McLaren is going to take over Ian Holloway as QPR manager. What are you worrying about? That's an upgrade. Don't troll me. Stephen McLaren is an upgrade. How is he an upgrade? He is. He's won like two trophies, a couple promotions. I don't think. I'm an England manager. I've studied to Alex Ferguson for like 10 years. There's a lot going for him. He regularly failed. Right, so we was having an argument upstairs, me and Jim was talking about earlier, and, uh, and, and I said, we were talking about the secret again, and, and that positive, exuding positive energy, and he said, does that mean Holloway's going to stay at QPR? Because that's what you want. And I said, yes, but there's, if, if, if everybody follow that, but if there's 15 other, well, six other thousand people in the stadium, going, <laughs> we Double want it. him out, that's more negativity <laughs> outweighs the positivity, so he's going to go. Um, Look, if, if the majority of people wanted him to go, yep. then fine. But it just seems it seems really odd that we've had like a sort of level season. Apparently, some of the things is that his mum passed away a couple of weeks ago, and that he might want to take a break from it, right? But to spend more time with his family and stuff yeah. like that, which again is just another example of what a beautiful man. No, he's he a good man. Lovely heart. He's a good man. Which is all. Uh, this is my this is my point. And I know people like we joke about it being sort of deluded like love for Ian Holloway yeah the thing is QPR are not a big club I know, like we all know that right they're going to go up they're going to go down like you're working on a re- relegation uh, feature at the moment yeah. I'm in that and I'm just laughing throughout <laughs> the answers that I have to give but so when it's not like just about winning it's about something else and yes. Holloway is about something else what? and you're not really we're not re- Steve McLaren is not an upgrade He's not a big enough upgrade to get rid of someone who's done a good job, who's brought through ten youngsters, and who cares. 
That's a good point. And, 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 and that's my point. The fact is that not, not every team can win, and most teams can't. You know, most teams have to make up. McLaren will. He's a great coach, but he will be a disaster if he's management. But holding on to <laughs> holding, <laughs> he holding on to holding on to something other than the fact that success is all driving is what's important, and that's that's what happens to, to clubs at, at the top of the league. It's what happens at Spurs. It's happening at Spurs. It happened at United, and, and it happened. It happened at Arsenal as well. Is that success becomes so consuming you crave it so much you're like some sort of crack at it when you don't get it you turn into a nasty human being everything you turn on things that you used to love you know I, there's people turning on Pochettino saying he ain't right he's not good enough uh, a year ago we loved him to bits where's the love gone that's what, what's happened the cracks got into the bloodstream yeah and he can't get it out now where is the love where's the love where so I understand that and I appreciate it I appreciate it I do, but <laughs> here we go. But you know that kind of attitude is going to send you down. When you, uh, Adam, when you when you was in you, the pub, wait, 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 whoa, 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 when you was in the pub, QPR versus Brentford, what were all the, all the QPR players? None of them. None of the ones I spoke to wanted him. What did they say? <laughs> did you speak to? I spoke to a couple. <laughs> right, two. Honestly, so you're going on two, right? Uh, There's a video on my channel. Go and look at the comments today. Most people agree. There's well, one there, or two. There's obviously a divide. A lot of people don't. There is a, I, look, I agree with that. Uh, there is a divide, but that's, uh, those are the people who are wrong. <laughs> I'm right. Fine, keep it. All right, it's fine. Yeah, it's up to you. I just... It, it, McLaren would be a disaster. Yeah. He would. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just don't... He's not... Would you want... Put me on this one. Would you want Oops. Steve McLaren as your manager? Would you? Thank you. Adam, at Brentford. No, I wouldn't. Well, there you go. Well, you've got a great manager. Then you've got terrible managers. You've got a great club's structure. I'm not sure how good the manager. Um, but that's, that's the point, isn't it? That's the point. Anyway, white teeth. Here we go. Right. Hey, Last week, great reaction. Um, I, 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 quite, I thought about this. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far with this, lad. I'd like a few tweets on this. Just like, Can we get the hashtag white teeth just out there? Because right. this is a great story. That like, So I showed my... I showed my mate, he was drunk on the train and he was just getting a bit aggy. So I was like, just watch this, <laughs> just to soothe him. I showed him the white tooth story and at the end he just went, no! And then what, I thought... from the start? Yeah, and I thought, oh, he's not watching this because he was sort of like, his eyes were going. <laughs> and then he, at the, when you went, no! He went, he just went mad. He just went mad on the train. And then the next day he was telling me about it and he's told his mates about it. Yeah. Like, this is the best podcast that no one knows about. Fortunately, yeah. you know about it. Yeah. But this story's even better. It's better, it's, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. But thank you, Mark, uh, for, for sending us in. So part one, go back to last week's podcast after watching the entirety of this one for our attention. <sighs> it's not even part one, though, is it? It's part three. It's like season two. Yeah. It's, it's, season, it's two. season two. We've got to clip it all up. We've got we to will clip, do. We've we got will. to clip it all up in and then we'll have it I, and, and do something with it. But, like, you know, that's the, that's the DVD that you get at the end. The people that have, have earned the right to hear it first yeah. and understand the context of the story. And this is in yeah. front of me, and I've had this on my desk all morning, and Jim wrote the running order. I've had it in front of me, and I haven't read it. I have no idea, because I didn't want to ruin it myself. So, to, to catch you up quickly, um, there's this... God, how do you catch him up quickly? Right. It doesn't matter. Just on last just, week. It just doesn't matter. All Go right. back and listen to last... Four episodes of, uh, of one for the weekend. Yeah. And just catch up, in a uh, way. And let us know your thoughts after. So this is part one. We'll give you part two later in the podcast of part two, if that makes sense. Because it is a long story, but it's good, as you all know. Right, here we go. I couldn't really hear the music last week, by the way, mate. Yeah, I turned it down a bit because it. it was too long. Okay. Here we go. It couldn't be. I whispered... 
a whispering tone menaced within my mind as I literally swayed on my feet. A sweet, familiar scent stung my nostrils. The room's attention magnetised to their arrival, but unlike before, it was split between the beauty of Anna and the presence of him. I could have sworn I caught a glimpse of irritation in his look as he realised all eyes were not drawn to his charismatic odour. I could feel my grip tightening around my glass as my teeth grinded in barely suppressed rage. Could it be? My tormentor in chief? My nemesis? How long I'd wanted to set the record straight with him and now here he was with the woman I'd wanted for what felt like a lifetime. I was due compensation from karma and yet here I was being fucked over by fate again. I turned away, lifted my glass and took another drink, trying to collect my thoughts as my mind raced away from me. Then, like a long shadow, I felt the presence behind me, before the words crossed my ears. Hiya, how are you? A light tone rang, juxtaposing the dark presence at my back. I turned around and there, there they both were. Sorry, it's a bit too loud. Just as slickly as the night in the bar, he was upon me. It was Anna who asked the question, but my eyes were fixed upon a boring hole, boring a hole into his head. Are you okay? Anna asked with audible concern. Oh, yeah, sure. I flustered, my shaky tones betraying the storm that raged within. Yes, I'm good. How are you, Anna? I'm great. This is Alistair, my boyfriend. She beamed. The last two words sounded almost like adjuncts, as though she was making a point rather than conveying information. It still didn't stop them searing acidly to my soul. Oh, I scrambled for the appropriate words. But what seemed appropriate to me in that moment would have been the most inappropriate words imaginable to Anna and everyone else in that room. Um, nice to meet you, I said. and simultaneously felt as though I'd thrown up on myself. I wanted to kill him, not dabble in pleasantries. Good to meet you, mate, he replied, and began to gaze around the room nonchalantly. Was it possible that he didn't remember me? <laughs> Or was he like me, trying to play it cool until he get, could get a handle on the situation? I knew he could act well, so maybe. But the thought that he may have forgotten me only served to heighten my rage. <sighs> Alistair, I began not knowing where the end of the sentence would, sentence would take me. But before I could find out, John and some other friends invaded our standoff. Anxious to meet and greet Anna and the pervading presence that was him... In some ways, I was grateful for the interruption. It gave me time to process my thoughts and steady my nerve. The conversation took off as I lingered on the edges of the group. In seething silence, just as before, Alistair began commanding the conversation. Conducting intrigue, laughs and impressed sways as though a day had not passed from Seville. I began to feel once again that intoxicating presence. But whereas before its enduring allure was coupled with unsettling jabs, now the ensnaring presence radiated with a warm glow. (laughs) The self-satisfaction was still there, but now it came seasoned with self-deprecation and genuine wit. Sure, the man was arrogant, but it came with erudition and depth. (laughs) He wasn't just projecting out, he was welcoming, welcoming people in. The man I remembered was, was polished style. Alistair was chiselled substance. Was this a different man? Or perhaps a master craftsman who had perfected his art? If so, whereas time had worn his looks, it had merely enhanced his charm, imperially ingratiating with his persona. Now so insidious, it was undetectable even to the most cynical, suspicious eye. 
End of part one of part two. Woo! Is it even white tooth? I don't is know. Is it him? I mean, the thing is... <sighs> he's just... The, the, guy, the guy, Mark, who wrote this, he, he's got, obviously got away with words, but it, he's managed to capture exactly how irritating that would be, <laughs> infuriating, because he's not only is he... He's... It's, I'm not even in that room. I don't know, but, but I, you I, feel I, I, it. I, I yeah, feel exactly how I would feel. It would be just terrible. Knock him out, don't exactly. You? Just bark him Ooh. out. Ugh. Stick around, and you will get part two of part two. Svenger's uh, last game. Boo. Couple of stats here: Arsenal versus Huddersfield, uh, which has now become the biggest talking point of the final day. Oh, I got it. Can. Sky Sports <laughs> David Wagner Arsene Wenger Can Arsenal get a point away from home? That's the biggest talk about it is. It's, it's, like, it's, like this, it's because of Chelsea as well If, if Chelsea, Chelsea ruins a beat Huddersfield If they'd beaten Huddersfield like, I'm grateful that they didn't I'm grateful to Huddersfield for pulling that out of the bag But there would have been at least something to talk about At the end of the, There's nothing there Everyone's down. Swansea, Swansea need a nine-goal, ten-goal swing. That could happen, you know. <laughs> it could happen, because... Stoke are on the floor, finishing 20th. Went down last weekend. Yep. Um, Craig's dad, of course, upsetting for him. Yep. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, so they're bottom, and Southampton are at home, but are playing Man City. Who can pump anyone? Yes. I can't see how... So Swansea can't score a goal, but... So Swansea, if, Swansea, if Swansea get three... And Man City gets seven. seven. Is that? I mean, it? it could happen. You wouldn't. I'd be a. Obviously, we'd all. That would away. be some story. That would be some. Story. And that would send Southampton down. That would send Southampton down. Yeah, I'd like that. Should be fun. I think mean, Southampton fans will all be like, "Yeah, we're fine, we're fine." Yeah. And then if like two goals go in the first like fifteen minutes, it's just like, oh. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Six. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's, there's nothing going into this game, but you know, we, the, the, it's been a good season. There's been lots to talk about. I suppose let's hold on to that. Yeah. Uh, but Wenger, obviously, we, we haven't talked about him. Uh, in his this last is our game. last chance to talk about him. Yeah, last time oh. to put him in a thumbnail. Um, I'm so glad you're gone. If I was talking to him, Wenger, what would be your message to Arsenal? You should have gone sooner, and and, and not. Not because that would have served Arsenal fans on their agenda, because I hate you. I hate you so much. You've been responsible for so many bad times in my life, and, and that those are all your fault. And um, I'm glad you're gone. And I don't care about you anymore. That's just you're in room 69, but you put yourself in there. Uh, you walked in there. It's just walked walked straight in. A in. Sort of in a French artistic. Yeah, he's, he's like, I know, and look, I, I get all the Ferrari around him, and I get like he's done amazing things and stuff. Not to me, not to other Spurs fans. No, he was horrible. You know, he's just a, a bit of a prick. Has him sticking around so long though? Mm. Has probably allowed you to not really. No, no, they they won three FA Cups yeah, in true. recent times. So no, not really, no. Jim. Okay, thanks though. A couple of interesting stats here, Fifth Lad. That'll not calm really. me down. That'll calm me down. Go on, hang then. on. Go on. So uh, first of all, let's look at the bad, right? And then I was just going to hit you around the face with a with a good stat for Arsenal. Yeah. So Arsenal, if you're watching, stick around. Arsenal conceded 50 goals in the top flight um, for the first time since 83-84. Yes. Arsenal, uh, this is the amazing. Their home points is 47. They've won 15 out of 18 at home. Yeah, they've been mad at home. Mad at home. Second highest um, after Man City, obviously. Their away form, they're 15th. 13 points. 
and they haven't got a, they're the only side in the top four tiers of English football yet to pick up a point away from home that's true seven, seven on the bounce isn't it what, 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 why why what is the, the psychology of like being crap away because QPR are crap away yeah it's but then some teams do well away. You, Brentford did better away this season than I think they might. Than a lot of other teams. It might be marginal. The fact is that some people are are better away. It's, it's about. It's got to be about psychology. It's the same group totally. of players. It's it's about mental aptitude. It's about how and you know as we've seen through every element and fabric of Arsenal, very weak minded. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think you have to kind of. Drift towards that road. Proof is in the pudding. Proof James. is in the pudding, and, that is, and that's sad for, for fragile. Wenger. That's sad for Wenger. That is, it was like sad. Just like Wenger, let's give him the let's give him the send off the reserves. Winning the Europa League, nah. Getting in champ, nah. Winning that winning home game, yay! yay. Did that, and they, they had a good sing sing song, didn't they? Then they, they, the weekend that was nice. I don't... after ripping him ripping his ass for. for Fucking five years. Yeah. Let's give him a little sing-song send-off. You humiliated him you know, someone... over and over and over again, and he gave you everything. He transformed your entire football club. He enabled you to to be as smug as you are, Arsenal fans. He enabled that. He gave you everything, Messy and you kick Arsenal. him out the house. Yeah, I had a mate who went to that game, and he said that the Burnley fans, the Burnley fans, were going to the Arsenal fans. Come on, like sing his name. It was only in the last ten minutes really? that they were singing Arsene Wenger's name. I think because what they're just you, so they're manif- so sick of him. How did that manifest, Burnley? They, what, what do you mean? Well, how did what, that happen? I think the mean? Burnley fans were just going. Like, sure. they, I think they started singing his name, one yeah. Arsene Wenger. I mean, I don't know if it was a joke or not, but I mean, they were losing five 0 so there's no real reason for them to do that. Oh, right. And so then they were going like, "Come on, yeah." Apparently, well, I mean, that, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, it comes from a good source, a reliable source. Here's a stat for you, though. Was it Vizier? It wasn't Vizier. All right. Um, if Arsene Wenger stayed on for another 100 games and lost them all... Yes. <laughs> he'd still have the best win percentage of any Arsenal manager in history. Is that right? That is right. All right. Uh, I suppose he's played so many games, it wouldn't... Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Be grateful. Be thankful. You know what I mean? It's like having a dad who had a great job. And then you fell on hard times and you're like, well, get out, get out of the house. Well, out. <laughs> get out. Yeah, you used to be, you used to provide for me, yeah. but you haven't been able to do that Providing as much. Providing as much. I'm not allowed, I can't, you haven't bought me a Ferrari recently. I now only have to drive a BMW 7 Series. But son, with black. But, but son, you've got six Ferraris in the garage. Yeah, I'm not bothered Great about Great memories them. in those, in those I'm not bothered about them Ferraris yeah. I want anymore. a new one. I've driven those. I've done that. I want a better one. I want. I want a. I want. I want a Bugatti. Right. That's what I want. But I, I haven't got. I haven't got the money to. I don't get, care. There's lots. Of, I want a Bugatti. But I'm just. But I've done so much. I've given you. Look, this honestly. Don't worry a, about them. It's a vintage car. Don't worry about them. I want a Bugatti. <laughs> Are you going to get me but that? Just look round. You can't get me that. Just look, can you, Dad? Can you just? Could you just quickly look at all the achievements? I realise I'm a grown man, but you can't get me that. So now you have to leave and I'm going to get a nice rich stepdad. He'll come in. He'll buy me a Bugatti. But he'll have to deal with the same constraints that I'm under and he might not be able to get you a Bugatti. <laughs> oh, he'll get me a Bugatti. <laughs> or he's asked to be on the line. Nice. Here's enough stuff for you. Allegri. And scene. And scene. Uh, Allegri has won the double four years on the trot. That is he going to go to Arsenal? That's then? crazy. Four years on the back. Is that true? There's some sort of double or, or the major... The double. 
They must be sick of you, they over there, wouldn't they? They must think of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard enough to, it's hard enough to follow up a league win. The old lady. So follow up a double with another double, and so then do he... it four times. That's mad. So would he leave to go to sixth place last? Time? No, I mean, he would. Of course he? not. Uh, Huddersfield, Brighton, and Newcastle all stayed up. Haven't we ever spoken to Matt yet? I'm sure he's buzzing. He is buzzing. We've had a word. Uh, he's as smug as you want, uh, as you'd expect. Um, and Matt, just because people keep asking where Matt is, he's he's still around. He's alive and he's, he's well. Him. He's uh, the owner of the business. He's owner of the business and he's very busy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he can't be around pissing about doing podcasts with me. True. So, yeah. uh, so you left for me. So, James. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, it's not like I don't do enough work for it. It's only the third time all promoted Premier League teams have stayed up. Yeah, I know that. And I know that fact. Do you know what? Good. You've got to look at those managers and go, yeah. You've done it. You've done it. Or you know, you've done it, Chris Hewton. Or there's so much money that it's easier for them to do it now. There's so much money in the game. Here's another stat for you. God, you're lucky. We're still going to Twinkles later as well. Oh, what? Unbelievable. Twinkles is Twinkles! Back. Oh, yeah! Hey! Forget the Didn't go in. last weekend, did we? Yeah, I need a break, mate. Uh, no. mental. Oh, mate, you need a break. My body's in <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, I was asleep. <laughs> um... What was I saying? Like fire up, dog, down, down an alleyway. In the River Mersey. The, <laughs> of course, they're talking about. Got him. That's true. Stay like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Window, but Here's another stat for you. Sorry. Here's another stat for you. Keep me on football for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Let me do it. It's got flames in that as well. Yeah. Good flames question, actually. Uh, outside the top six, I think it is, yep. every single team has a negative goal difference. Yeah. So, does that say, as much as, and as well as these guys have done, and I think I heard someone saying, I think it was Lewis Dunk talking about it. He was saying that oh, he was chatting to uh, Right. And he was saying, apart from the top six, it's just like the top end of the championship. <laughs> <laughs> That's apparently. But I think. Well, you look sorry, at these, what you, so, so the, the level is, apart from the top six, is championship level. Well, I think all those teams, you can see, they're That's all madness. very close to each other, aren't they? Yeah, no, it's true. Only having like, the season of it's, yeah, it's history. Comparable to the championship in the way the table looks from. Sixth down, but the standard is much, much. I would, lower. I'd say it's, I'd say that between the top six in the championship and and the bottom half of the Premier League, I think it's getting closer. Oh, I think the gap, although you often hear the opposite, I think the gap's probably smaller than ever. All right, that's fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll agree on that. I think the problem, the big problem of the champions, sorry, the Premier League is the gap between the top six and the rest. Yeah, it's it's become, it is a mess. It's so you're so far beyond everybody else, uh, and it's obviously as we've said many times, it's boring to say it again. But it's just about the amount of money. It's about the amount of money, and it's not even just TV revenue. Because you look at it, and actually the parity between the amount of uh, money that someone who gets relegated and someone who wins the league isn't huge. You're talking about fifty, sixty million. It's still at least ninety million in TV money to the team that gets relegated. So it's. Um, they need it's to make that. a bridge it's for the, the Champions League to get other team, to allow other teams to have a chance of getting the Champions League playoffs. How many times I've got to say? Yeah, that would be good. Um, but it's just that um, it's just the global audience. That's the difference. It's just these clubs because their exposure on TV, they play more on TV, and they go, they're able to go on worldwide tours every single summer. That the but that's not where they get the money. The no, money, but the money needs to be distributed. You're more fairly the global fan base is where most of the money comes from I get that but the, the, they need to distribute the money better because yeah, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse of course absolutely but why, why would Tottenham uh, who uh, a huge cost of themselves take their team throughout 
you yeah. know, in America and then come back and give money to QPR. That's why I think we're fucked because I think I don't think that it's too late now because I didn't make it clear and stick to it early on. What it was 1984 when it started? What the TV money? Well, not just TV money. It's when Spurs. Spurs were the first club, and this is one of the least proud things I can say about my football club. Is we broke a uh, FA rule in which essentially Spurs were allowed to float on the stock market as a profit-making business, and the shareholders were allowed to draw money out of the out of the club, which meant it, started, it paved the way for clubs to become what they are now. Keep you out the same, yeah, yeah, down the right. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. It's just um, <laughs> it's just football, isn't it? It's football. We're down on it. Yeah. Still dreaming of the Prem next year? Going to win it next year? Yeah? But just on, on this thing about the relegation, because I did make this document, I've been speaking to a few people who are going down, and Southampton family nearly went down, and <clears throat> and all of them, all of them to a man said, I'm not that bothered. Like, it's, it's heartbreaking to go down, but they're actually quite looking forward to going into the Championship, where there's some, like a level playing field to some degree. Where each eighteen can beat another team, you don't go. As lads, you've gone in and got some surprising results this year, but you go into every game thinking you could get a result. You, you, you we beat, beat Wolves and we beat Cardiff. Yeah, and two teams have gone out, and it's much closer than, than you know. Wolves are a standout team; they have some incredible players. But you know, there's there is something in it. Do you know what's good about the championship? Is that no point that both in the teams, both no one, no one just sits. Both teams mm-hmm. go for it a decent amount. No? Oh, really? It's a different game. Yeah, you keep the ball well, don't you? Yeah, fair enough. I guess Wolves, they must, they must do as well. But, but it's, um, Speaking of ruining football... Yeah, go on. Um, Chelsea have ruined the final day yep. of uh, the Premier League season. Thanks, Chelsea. <coughs> Morata, he's the scapegoat, isn't he? They all hate him. Yeah, he's had a terrible season. He's got so, 70 million. 70 million from Real Madrid. 11 goals in 30. Ooh, yeah. That's, and that's probably the difference between... Liverpool and, and, and Spurs Harry Kane I think Salah yeah, yeah you've Salah, got someone you can rely on for goals yeah Chelsea don't have that um, I, yeah uh, Morata's uh, he just has been terrible I mean it's not I don't say terrible you, know, you say one in three is not a bad return but it is a bad return for Chelsea it's a bad return for a striker in, in the, uh, one of the top five clubs and you're playing teams clubs. that do part of the bus, yeah. So you're, you know, you're involved a lot, yeah. And he's, he has, that's, that's a terrible he's a great start, I thought, but then it's just yeah, no, totally gone wrong. And okay, start. Chelsea fans are not happy with him at all. Um, the door, I mean, they're a bit of a mess actually. Chelsea, I think mean, Conte uh, just threw that game away against Huddersfield. Made seven changes. Hazard on the bench. Giroud's been playing well on the bench. I don't know what he's thinking. Though. I don't understand it. It's like he hasn't changed the team all season. He's played more or less his best side in every game. Don't and drop Hazard. Don't. Why? Why? To what end? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to be gone at the end of the season. Why not be remembered, instead of being remembered as a bit of a weirdo who'd done that at the last game of the season, your legacy is that now. It's like, oh, he's, he was right. we were right to get on with him. There would have been plenty of uh, Chelsea fans out there who would have said, let's give him another year. Do you know what I think as well? I bet managers that? must. You have to go, shall I leave him out? He looks a bit tough. No chance to get slaughtered. Yeah. In he get. Yeah, I'm only going to be here for two more games. It doesn't yeah. matter. Just get in there. Well, no, if he can't play three games in a week, then... I wonder how much of it Hazard said to him... Bit of, a bit tight. Huddersfield, won't we? Great win, wouldn't it? No. We'll beat them. We'll beat Huddersfield. Don't he's, worry about that. He's got Don't world, me. He's got a World Cup. Yeah. He's got a World I mean, Cup. Well, Ozil didn't play yesterday. Bad back. He'll have another bad back at the weekend. He'll have another bad back. He'll, 
it'll be fit for the World Cup though I imagine I think it'll just about Absolutely. make it that's why you got to love you got to love like Salah and, and Harry Kane it's because they, you would okay. even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks Italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. There's no world where Harry Kane would say would feign injury so that he didn't play because he is worried about the World Cup, which is not that kind of player. And in fact, I think it's to the detriment of Tottenham and, and part of our form because his fitness isn't quite there. He, he looked much sharper yesterday, scored a great good goal. goal. Yeah. Good goal. But, good goal. but I think that because he's undroppable and if you declare yourself fit, that, that his, his, his desire to finish top goal scorer and play every game meant that we haven't played as well as we have been, I yeah. think. But you don't you don't score thirty nine goals in a season without being a little bit bloody minded and single minded. I don't think, yeah you don't want to change him do. You? Um, no. So no goals just, in a season that is crazy. He could end the season with forty goals. That like, I remember thinking about that. I would see him like Ronaldo's return in the Premier League and thinking that's mad. That's so many goals. That's more goals than most other teams score. Mm. You know, in, in the lower half of the league, there's some people. Is there anyone actually? Uh, well, Joe, um, yes, they've scored more than Huddersfield. I think a lot of lot of teams. Um, Salah scored more goals than Huddersfield this season. A lot of teams. Well, Huddersfield scored twenty eight. Hurricane scored more. Southampton. Well, then I suppose in all competitions. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's mad. It's mad, and you know, part of why I love them so much. Um, give Spurs their dues here, right? Larice said this. We've played thirty seven away games from home this season. This is a like this is a massive achievement. The whole Wembley thing. Yeah, but you've done well. You have no, done well. No, we have, we have done well. And like I said, I've said it many times. If, if we start the season, I would have taken this all, all day. You know, Champions League football again. Going back to the new stadium. Classic thing: the Champions League, semi-final, the FA Cup. It's been a good season. It's just the expectations are through down, the roof. Yeah. It's, it's mad. Um, it has been. It has been like it, it has felt like we have played away every game. But even last night, I was talking to my old man. He's watching it, and he's like. This is, this is. Oh, we can't wait to get out of there. It's been so horrible. It's like not having a home. It's, it's around home. What I already knew, but you're, where you come from, where you play your football, and playing out of that area is is so That's crucial. It, yeah. It's the fabric of the game. Defending your turf, amongst them other lot coming over. 
you know, saying this is why Art Lane or wherever, whatever it's going to be called, and uh, this ain't going to be an easy place for you to come. You lose, you lose it all, and it's so important. And the atmosphere's been turgid mm-hmm. at Wembley. It's been terrible. And don't get me wrong, White Lane at times was, was, was poor as well, but it, it, that, that place would go up and with the right circumstances, and it's just can't wait to... You know, you know there, there's a thing, thing on... Uh, <laughs> there's a thing on Twitter uh, with Jimmy Bullard when he's in the jungle. He just passes the... Uh, he's in one of the middle huts and there's fucking flies and locusts everywhere, and he goes... And he just gets the star and he goes, Yes! I knew I could do it. Now get me out of this shit up. <laughs> and that perfectly sums up our experience at Wembley. We could get, we got to the Champions League. Like Job get done. Us the fuck yeah, out. Yeah. Let's get home. Well done, mate. Mm. Um, one thing, a couple of things that are going to happen at the end of the weekend because this is one for the weekend. Sponsored by Fan League. I've done that bit. You're building the world's number one football community. Massive thank you to the family. We've got one last podcast with them. Yeah, huge um, thank you. And it wouldn't have happened without them. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, huge reason for that is because of the guys at Fan League. So uh, click on the link in the description. Join yeah. our league, the one for the weekend league. You know, we've got two more two more episodes to go. Please download the app, play along with us. All you have to do is get 13 results right. Actually, you can get 10, 11 or 12 True. and you still get money. So, yeah, get involved because if you support them, then you're supporting us and yeah. uh, it would be a great thing. The link is in the description below. Please do. Yeah, and after this podcast, we'll be doing our picks on the uh, Fan League YouTube channel as well, so go check that out. Um, so a couple of things still to play for this week. Well, one, Michael Carrick was playing his final game. Just wanted to just touch on that briefly. So, Great player. Yeah, good player. Great player. Yeah. Um, he played Spurs, didn't he, as well? I thought you might have something to say. Nothing. Shafted us. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Carrick was a part of the start of what turned Spurs into a, a semi-decent football club. Um, it was his... It was clear as soon as he... Because he, he, he couldn't get in the team when we, we bought him. Um, who was it? Might have been Santini, he didn't play him at all. Uh, and then Yol came in and gave him a shot, if I'm remembering this right. And you could tell, you tell when he got the ball, this guy's class. Awesome, yeah. And not only that, he's much better than us. You know, he's, he's above. I think he played next to David in midfield. And those two together for the first season, it was just like, oh, this is incredible. And we nearly qualified for the Champions League that year. We lost in the last day against West Ham and Lasagna Gate, and they, we got food poisoning. Because the other thing, I, I, we did a, that World Cup video. And then I saw this and I thought, if he'd been, if he'd been playing all season, and he'd be, he's the kind of player that he'd be screaming. His England career's just been total mishap after mishap. But it's been that a lot with England, isn't it? You look at Letizia, Hoddle even didn't even represent England. They were better there than Letizia. Mm. Not Hoddle, though. Hoddle, no, Hoddle didn't play enough. Embarrassing, yeah. Um, you know, Ian Wright didn't play enough. I know he had Shearer and Sharon and, and Fowler yes, and Owen yeah. around him, but... You know, it does happen. But Carrick, Carrick, I mean, he's had a great career, unsuspecting, um, quiet, and um, has won it all. Literally won it all. And he's uh, he, he deserves every all the accolades in, in the world. But um, he left Spurs and he chose to leave. So fuck Michael Carrick. One accolade he will never win is um, most alcohol drunk at the football on average per fan in the Premier League. Oh, that yeah. is still to play for, guys. If you're going to the ground this week, get on it. Do you know what I mean? Water. Well, Everton, are, they drink more than any other Premier League team. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's like 20-odd units. Is that like, a good thing? Wow. Yeah, well, that's why I kind of wanted to talk about that, because, like, lads, 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 isn't it? QPR, oh. <laughs> 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 anyway, on it all the time. We're going to be smashing it up. Oh. <laughs> 
Everton. I did write, why is this a story? Who's put the work in for this? Um, it's just uh, winding me up. Everton, ma- so Everton, you drink the most. Then it's Chelsea. Yep. Then it's Spurs. And it's done per average person. So it, it, it's not just the big stadiums. So third, you are. Yeah, uh, it's not. I I'm not taking any. any <laughs> I'm not taking. I mean, well, exactly. so what? So what? Exactly. I, just uh, I, I would say drink, drink, drink less local. if you had. I would say drink responsibly. Yeah. And gamble responsibly. All of that. Trivia. Left it late this week. Trivia last week. Where there was a. Um, I don't remember. Um, was that it? Oh, trivia. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. I thought it was Twinkles. I got excited for a second. Go on, well, sorry, sorry. I'm really excited Deep about breath. it. breath. Yeah, go on. Um, last week we asked you... Well, last week there was an um, amnesty on doping. People yep. were allowed to dope, but people were going, oh, you're an idiot, because I knew this one anyway. Liars. I don't know. It doesn't affect me. Dopers. Um, which five players have scored Premier League hat-tricks for three different clubs? Lots of you got it. So you won't all get name checks, but you know who you are. Um, oh. Click like on the video. If you got it right. Or if you got it wrong. Uh, Yakubu. Yep. For Blackburn Rovers, Everton and Portsmouth. Nicholas and Nelka, mm-hmm. who should be... if you Any football trivia question, if you don't know the answer, go with Nicholas and Nelka. Yeah. Always a good guess. Or Tony Cotty. Um, Arsenal, Chelsea and Man City. Kevin Campbell did it for Arsenal, Everton and Forest. Les Ferdinand. Sir Les. Did it for uh, Newcastle, QPR and Spurs. Yep. Teddy Sheringham at the last one did it for Man United, Portsmouth, and of course, Spurs. This mm. week, all the trophies have been handed out, but which seven managers have won all three major English trophies? You're looking at the answer there, Flav. I am. Surprise, should people be getting them all? There's one I think that they'll struggle with. No, Maybe they'll two. Struggle, they'll struggle with three, three of these. If you're a student of the game, put in your guess. Down below. Do you know what I like when people like they guess, but they it's like name the five strikers. Where's, where is what you mean? Where they've won all three domestic trophies. Where is Arsene Wenger? Arsene Wenger is not in there. What? <laughs> He's not won the League Cup. Definitely, yeah. FA Cup. Don't He's never that. won the League Cup. They lost the Bowie, didn't they? Oh yeah, lost again, again, again. Lost to Chelsea. Lost it. Lost to Beauty. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So yeah, if you might just st- stick around. One more season, Wenger. Yeah. You yeah. need it. Complete the set. Complete the set. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> um, so, yeah, if you're shooting the game, I do what I like is uh, sometimes people would guess, but it'd be like three strikers. Um, which three strikers? Da, da, da. And someone would go, um, people would go, uh, Defoe? Just like one, just guess one. <laughs> no, I know you're not doping if you just yeah, guess one. Like, in, in the comments, people are just just, just going, oh, well, I got uh, Defoe. <laughs> Send. I'll come back to it. Um, all right. Which seven managers have won all three major trophies? Thanks to everyone who, who checked in again last week. I'm not going to say thanks to those checked in and then added something. You just want a clean check in. Well, the point is, check in if you've got nothing to say. If you're if you're making a comment, we know you, you, you're there. You're, you're, you're live and you're well because you're making a comment. Yeah? This is for only for people who don't have anything to say. All right. You're the oh, ones okay. I want to check in. Any of you, any of you who add, just checking in. Oh, and by the way, blah, blah, blah. that's not just checking in. All right? So don't do that. Mm. Don't check in because you know what will happen. What will happen, Jim? They get blocked. They get blocked from the channel, mate. All right? Is that what you want? So, most of you enjoy this, and I'm glad you enjoy it. It's not fucking with the rules. <laughs> cool. Uh, how long have we got? 
48. 48. All right, I'm going to bypass this one. Uh, Do you want to talk about no, it? No, let's have a quick let's chat. A, quick more, chat. a little bit more football before we so just another, descend into the irreverency. So we spoke about your relegation, Doc. I did a mini little feature video on the Wall Street channel. It's out there now. Go watch it. It's I so it was good. good you know. It was really it good. Was good. Really you know. liked it. Really um, it. And the West Ham one as well. The West Ham Doc. On Ball Street, we're making lots of decent little mini docs at the moment. We're trying to up the quality. We're trying to give you something more than just fan banter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, you know, wacky banter. Whoa! Lots of time. All right. So if you enjoy this, do us a favour. Just go and watch the bloody films. And what are we doing here? Do you think we're just sitting here just to entertain? Do you think this isn't our career? This is our career. All right? And how you reward us is proving that you're watching it. Because upstairs, when I have to sit down for my PDR, when they're looking at me and going, how have you done this month? Or how have you done the last six months? I can't say, yeah, I've done really well. Because they're looking at the views on videos I've made and you ain't watched them. Who are the greatest Premier League team ever? <laughs> was the uh, you know was the name of the video? That was the subject. Manchester United. They've got talking about it. Hugh Wizzy's talking about it. Uh, Poet. Yeah. And talking about it. Robbie's on there. Who else is on there? Rio Ferdinand's in that video. Yeah. Yeah. And we asked them who's the best. And the reason I asked that, Man City, most Premier League points ever, ninety-seven now. Most wins in a season. Yeah, they're the most best. goals in a season. They're, they're the best. They're the best of all time. Yeah, they are the best. Well, how can they not be? Well, because people talk about, they say that people, you've got to have European success. You mean pe- going undefeated? You mean is people, a big thing. people with an agenda might say that, right? That's what you're saying. That's funny you right, say that. Proof I don't have an agenda, and I think surely it's put on points and records, Even, and they've got the most yeah. records and points. So yeah. it's Man City are the greatest. So what what is good about this video is that these fans with a massive agenda. Uh, about their own clubs, actually find ways of convincing you that maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. I think one of the greatest things about coming come across in, in that video is the, uh, the, the the invincible season for Arsenal weren't all that great. That's some people feel that way. Yeah, others don't. You he doesn't. He says he says the consistency of that is incredible, and he said that. Um, with the Champions League, like Juventus, he said, yeah. uh, against Spurs, and also, for Man United fans, the treble-winning season, that was just a bit of luck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the treble-winning season is, I mean, who cares about the Champions League and FA Cup? It's nothing to do with this dis- discussion. That's what I would have said. I would agree with that. But uh, the, the, just so you know, just before we can move on... Make your own decision. Yeah, make your own decision, but if you want to go on that and comment, because Arsenal were described as cowards for the in- invincible season by someone... Wasn't that in there? Or maybe that's with me. I can't remember. They drew 12 games. Ah, it's cowards. Yeah. Go out and win. Cowards? Yeah, defending some sort of... um, uh, Someone calls that invisible side a myth. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Right, it's that time. Let's do it. Yeah. Headed out of twinkles. Well, I'm becoming uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. That smell. <laughs> 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 Alright, here we are. Alright, here we are, heading down to Twinkles. You don't know where we test out our stat up lines. Yeah. If you haven't headed down to Twinkles, get yourself down there. Make sure you bring your stat up lines though. That's the only way you're getting some ladies. What's your name this week? My name is Cassandra. Why am I always a bird? Because I do the reading. Do you oh, want to do the reading? No, no, no. Right, we, do, we do the same thing every time. All right, love. Cassandra, you good? 
Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, babe. Yeah, I'm good. Nice tights. <laughs> oh, actually, you, you got to run in those tights. Oh, Speaking huh? of runs, Newcastle have now lost four consecutive Premier League games in three different occasions this season. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, God, I'm so hot. Cassandra. Yeah, Cassandra. What you do, uh, what you do for work? What's your, what's your career? I work in a nursery. You work in a nursery, do you? Speaking of career, Song Hon Mim has been directly involved in more home goals in all competitions for Spurs this season than any other player. 14 goals in nine assists. Is that right? Oh. I'm back. Where do you live again? I'm not giving it out. We'll go to yours. <laughs> no, I can't go to my husband's house. My husband's house. What? <laughs> Oh, I kind of like that. Mate, yeah. it sounds like you're out of my league. <laughs> yeah, but if you give me a chance, I think I can make the step up. Speaking of making the step up, no team from any of the top five divisions in England last season have stayed up. What? Hang on. I've gone, I've got relegated. Oh, I've not stayed up, not stayed up. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah. So, just to be clear, babe, you're out of my league, but... If you give me a chance to step up, speaking of stepping up, no team from any of the top five divisions who got promoted last season have not stayed up. Other get your coat. No, I'm all right. I'm going to speak to that big geezer over there. He's like to give me a good, <coughs> good drink. Drink. Thanks for input there, Jim. Uh, and that was Twinkles. That's your step up lines. Take them into battle. Do what you want. It's not a battle, is it? Oh, it's a, well, it's my, it's it's a, a battle, battle of wits. It's a, it's a battle of wits, indeed. It's and you can shout, you can take up. I like the I mean, career one. I thought that was a major good. issue there, isn't it? Career one's given it. The career one. Better than the assist one the other week. The career one, that was terrible. Uh, loving Twinkles. Let me know your thoughts on Twinkles. Uh, if you need directions, uh, I'll put a location in comments or something like that. Mm. We'll all meet up there this week. I get there around 9.45. Next Saturday. Uh, I'll get there late. Oh, really? Yeah. If you get there before 10, you get in um, half price. Right. And women always get it for free, though. White teeth, part two, part two. You okay? Yes. Do you know what we didn't do? What? The camera flicking thing. Yeah, because you got up and started dancing. Right? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm quite excited. Right, here we go. Part two, right? <laughs> I started to doubt myself. Was I at it again? Projecting that devil onto a stranger with a similar look and teeth. Motivated by my jealousy of Alistair's relationship with Anna, who of course he's in love with. I'm ashamed to say because it is petty and small, but I had always intensely disliked Anna's numerous boyfriends. Sure, some of them were grade A twats, but for the most part, I disliked them. Even the alright ones, because they were with her. And the more I thought about it, the more I became convinced that, pathetically... I had once again projected what I wanted to see, what I wanted to see. What a way to rationalise my petty jealousy and frustration about Anna, project my nemesis upon her boyfriend. I looked at him again. Alistair had long hair down to his neck, no trace of a tan, and just generally didn't look like a prick. Was it him? I was no longer sure. It felt like him. I'd only ever got this feeling once before, that night in Seville. But like I said, this was slightly different. Besides, how can you confront someone publicly based on a feeling? I was painfully conscious of what Anna would think. Alistair was different. Was he handsome? Yes, he was. Anna's boyfriends always were, but annoyingly so. Not like each moment of his life was being extracted from the cover of GQ. That makes sense. 
However, I thought time does make a mockery of all of our faces. Hairstyles change, tans fade, people age. I needed Davey. He'd have, he'd have known what to do. He always said he'd spot the posing prick a mile off. Rage had now slipped into nauseating confusion and I felt lost. I retreated to the bar and hoped that I would find the answers from the bottom of my glass. After a little while, John approached me. You okay, mate? No, I replied somberly. Ah, Anna, new boyfriend, I see. The usual then, he said, thinking he was being helpful. John, I think her boyfriend might be the guy who robbed me and Davy in Seville, and I hate myself that I can't remember properly I just made. John laughed, barely concealing his dismissiveness. What? Alistair? Alistair is he who must not be named. <laughs> no, he's lovely. You're just, a, you're just a jelly prick. You weren't there that night. You don't see how slick that bastard was. He had the whole room eating out of his hand, I snapped. John continued to laugh mockingly. You're so salty, man. I can taste it, he said with glee. John, you're fucking useless. You were as much help as you were that night in Seville. If you'd just come home that night, I broke off frustratedly. John laughed again. You know, you know what Johnny Boy always says? If there's a chance of docking at port, this sailor's throwing all his crewmates overboard. <laughs> what? I retorted exasperatedly. Basically, hose before bros, he announced with semi-ironic triumphalism. First of all, no one, and I mean absolutely no one, calls you Johnny Boy. And secondly, that hoe is now your wife. <laughs> I sighed while stifling a snigger. John's head whipped around instantly from one side to the other, as though terrified he'd been caught. Oh, God, please don't tell her I said that. <laughs> what? The weird nautical sex analogy. <laughs> the weird nautical sex analogy, or the whole calling her a hoe? I said, breaking a smile for the first time all evening. Both definitely, both, Johnny semi-whispered, still erratically turning his head from one side to the next, making sure the random bird, or Stephanie as she was known, was not within earshot. We both returned to the group and continued to intently observe rather than participate. Alistair was talking to John's brother and I listened from my position two people over. He began talking about how he'd just bought the latest Audi Q, something or other, and I drifted away thinking, what a twat. I was depressed and on the brink of making excuses and leaving. This was supposed to be my chance with Anna, and instead I had to endure another new boyfriend and pine over what could have been. I cleared my throat. John, look, mate. I broke off abruptly, and sudden, a sudden gleam had caught my attention. It wasn't his teeth. Not this time. No. Alistair pushed his left sleeve, and the light danced off the sleek metal of the fancy Swiss watch he was showing off. Once again, I, I thought, what a twat, and went to continue my farewell. Then, fatefully, something happened that sent the whole night into a screeching halt. I was just in the process of looking away from his barely concealed boasting when my eye lazily travelled up his arm, left arm and I saw it. The, the scar! Yes! Yes! The, what are you going to do him? The hideous, disgusting scar attempting to cloak itself in the iconic crest. Yes! That horrible scar. The true window into Alistair's yes! skull. The unmistakable marker of the villainous white team. Yes! Yes! What's happened? End of part two. No! It's him. It's him! It's fucking him. Bastard! Bastard! That's a scar. Bastard! Will Boyo, aka Mark Ferguson, Scumbag. get his vengeance for both him and Davey. Rest in peace. Find out next week in part three, the final part 
of the White Teeth sequel. Oh. Adam, Adam, reaction. Unbelievable. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable. I, I, so I thought, I thought, <laughs> during that, I thought, this is tailing off. I'm not sure where this is going to go. And he just pulls us back in. He it every time. Just yeah. pulls <laughs> us back in. Um, tcha. Uh, he's, um, what do you think? Do you know? Have you read it all? Yeah. Oh. oh. Uh, Can I read it? It's one, uh, it's not on there. No, don't, don't say anything about what it's one. No one cares about your opinion. It's here. one not to miss. Right. Okay. It is one not to miss. Whoa, whoa. What do you, no, you don't say what you do. What do you do, Ed? What do you do in that situation? What do you do? Would you do it? Would you do it, though? No. You wouldn't hit him. I don't know what I'd do. Would you? I'd, I think I'd, I'd approach him. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Do you remember when you stole our tickets?" Yeah, he stole our tickets in for for the what game. The fuck was that? Yeah, what? Why have you done that? Yeah. The, the, so the, the, you, there's a couple of things you got to worry about here. One, uh, you'll be you'll be driven by the fact that Davy's not around anymore. Yeah. Uh, and he mentioned it when he was ill in the hospital. So you'd be driven by that. You'd be driven by Anna because he's this snake is all up in. And uh, uh, so you, you'd be compelled to do something. You're not rational. You're not thinking rationally. But bigger than that, and more, more worrying is that he could probably have you. Yeah, that's it. If you get into, but then you think it doesn't matter if he has you. You've got to do what you've got to do. It's John's thirtieth as well. Huh? What would he do if, if this was you? Do, do you know? Probably swing. Do you know? Probably. Hands. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, because he needs to know why this is occurring. So you would, there need, there needs to be some conversation. He'd need to know why you're angry. And he, he, obviously this guy's a con man, so he doesn't care about you. He doesn't even recognise him. I don't know, I don't Maybe think. he's got a reason why. Shh, what are you doing? What are you doing, no Jim? Teasers. Jim, no teasers, nothing. No sorry, comments, nothing. Sorry, sorry, just tell me when you finish I'd, I'd have to have a conversation with him. He and owes then I'd you find an explanation. Yeah, absolutely. At least, at least. Uh, I don't know if physical violence is ever the answer, but he deserves it. Guaranteed. Sorry, Karen. Uh, incredible. The, the best story we've ever had on Soldiers of the It's one of the best stories I've ever heard. Yeah. Join us next week for the conclusion. And at the end of the season, there's a little treat. We'll clip it up for you to share with everybody. We'll, definitely will. Um, very quick. This is going to be very brief, I would imagine. Uh, birds and that? Birds and that, nothing to report. Nothing to report. You're treating ladies well, though, right? Of course. You're being kind. Yeah. And. and is looking, looking brown? Been away? Been away. Been away. Been to Mallorca. Mallorca. Mm-hmm. You mean you've been to Mallorca and the, the sun, the, the lovely sun and, and the. You know, there was no sun. There was no sun. No sun. So what was it? This weekend? It rained all weekend. And, and that was the hottest May on record for us. Mm. But for you, who paid lots of money to go to Mallorca, pissed yeah. down. Um, yeah. you, what, with the family? Uh, no, a few, few, few mates. Few mates. 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 So mates, boys out on town. Just lads, eh? Being dickheads. Just lads? One girl. One girl. She's a friend. Okay. Yeah. Anything ever happened between you and her? No. Ever likely to? No. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Cool. Well, Good. on to next week. We'll see how he's getting on next week. Good. I, do you know, I just want you to... He's fine too, man. Honestly, he's fine. Okay. Sam's coming. Sam's coming, yeah. Sam can't help it. Right. Summer, can he? Just imagine him bowling around in his little espadrilles. Can you imagine this? 
espadrilles, like shorts are just just good shades. Like he can pull off cigarettes. And yeah, like, he pulls off cigarettes. He doesn't look like a, like a scumbag. Yeah, he's like I cool do. with it. He just yeah, smokes shades, walking through, just bowling or bowling through wherever that he lives. Yeah, girls throwing themselves out, and he's like. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, who's your, they're like, who's your tall friend? Yeah, yeah and, and for the record, again, uh, don't, you shouldn't call them birds. It's called birds and that, <laughs> but it's ironic. Yeah, it's definitely ironic. But you just refer to them just as birds in general. thing. that's not... Okay. Okay. I'll, look, I'll, try, I'll work on that. Questions for flames! Questions for flames! No. no. I'm pissed off at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good one. Um... He's put this in the comments. James Wormsley. That's James Wormsley. Is it crucial that people remember his name? <laughs> he's put this. He's decided to give us this question, and I look forward to giving him advice, and we'll try, we'll try our best. Go on. James Wormsley. John Wormsley. Uh, question for Flames. Cocked up my A-levels last summer and went to a sales job for a few months before Ooh. I decided what I wanted to do. Fair enough. Lied on my CV about my qualifications because I thought I'm only going to be here a few months, mm. and without the lies, it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> a few months in, the managers quite liked me, and I got promoted to a lab team, blending, testing, buying, and recommending petrochemicals. <laughs> oh my god! My boss has been talking about paying for a chemistry degree, but this means <laughs> I would have to reapply to uni with the correct CV. <laughs> How far should I go with this? Come clean now or see how far I can push it. I have no A-levels and sold PPI for three months before getting sacked previously. What? So I, I'm, I'm a bit confused. So he went into sales. He went into sales. But he found a new his, job. No, he went to sales. They liked him. Yeah. They promoted him to this job where he's in a, like, lab, a team, lab team. And, and now they're offering... Doing all sorts. And they go, you need a chemistry degree. <laughs> so, that, you know, so you're know, so you not going to hurt people. We'll pay you loads for it, though. We'll pay you loads for it if you stick around. For, he must be good at his job. He must be... Uh, he must well, be you are, if they're willing to pay for his degree, that's a lot of money. That's a big investment. You know he must like? be good. Do you know what like? Suits. You ever watch Suits? No. So Suits, this guy pretends to be a lawyer, what but he hasn't got the degree. All right. Yeah, and there's seven series of it. So firstly, I would say go and watch that, <laughs> because there might be some ways that you can get around it. No, but don't, he is don't a genius with a, um, a photographic This book. guy's gone from a sales job to be testing petrochemicals, so more into putting for a good degree in chemistry. This guy's a genius. Um, it's, this is great. Uh, he's fucked, haven't he? <laughs> yeah, he's fucked, yeah, yeah. That when they find out, and if, especially if they pay you uh, any money into, into your uh, education, you could well get done for fraud and be sent to prison. So mm. y- I would find a way of getting out of that job. That's what I would do. Or you might say to the boss, look, I lied on my... I came here as a call centre. I lied on my CV. You know, so everyone does it. And... Um, can you just not send me to university and I just carry on doing what I'm doing and maybe get a pay rise? Well, can you do open university or something like that where you don't have A-levels? Is that how that works? Yeah. Maybe that's... There you go. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Maybe go, look... Look, I know... You go, boss, look, can we just have a chat? Uh, I know you were saying the other day, going, um, you really like initiative. Yeah. I just want to talk to you about that. Yeah. Sit down. Um, I've been showing... Are you happy with my work? Yeah, I mean, of course I'm happy with your work. I'm going to send you to, to university. I think this is the next step for you. All right, you are destined for big things. Yeah, no, I know. You know, I'm so happy to be here. It's, yeah. uh, I didn't expect to enjoy as much as I have. We are willing to put, you know, this is going to cost us 
Oh, that's horrible. That is really horrible because he clearly got buzzing for her. Can I go? Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, we're all feeling it. We're all feeling it. <laughs> Poor bloke. Uh, Adam, get ready to chip in on this. How dare she? What get out. Get, get out. Bluff. Get out. A dodge. Don't ever speak to her again. Don't speak to her again. She, this is a terrible physical. Go on, you go. Every bloke has a girl like this in their life at some point. No. I have. Adam doesn't because, I mean, Adam's like a unicorn. Adam, have you ever read that? No. No, what, no, you've never had that? The mindfuck girl. What do they you exist and they, and they are. Do you mean someone who's played. No, what, what, sort of they're, messing with, they're messing with you. In what way? What, how the reason they're messing with you is because they have low self esteem. Right, but what happened with you? So, what happened with me is basically there would be a girl that I would be like cheeky with, flirty with. Don't say that. <laughs> cheeky with, flirty with. It's been, look, it's happened to me a couple of times, I'll be honest. Because you're that, you're like that, aren't you? What? You're, you, you know, you're, you're affable. You're not easy affable. to get on with. Right. Yeah. But um, I would. Um, is he gay? Isn't he gay? Yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 but these, yeah, these girls, right? Time and again, and this is what's happened to you. Time and again, this would happen to me as well. You go, you go, like you try. Oh, I'm a bit flirty, nasty. That would happen. Then you go. Oh, look, I think I kind of like you. Like you're cool. Then they go. Oh no! And they would panic because they don't understand that a guy who likes a girl is actually someone who's showing confidence in themselves to say it to that girl. Mm-hmm. They would then go. Oh, I want to go. Out. I want. I want someone who's a dickhead because they don't have the self esteem to understand that if someone likes them, yeah, then that means they're great because I'm great. Do you understand? Yes. Anyway. I would then go, I'll go, I like you. They would then do that. And I'll go, right, fine. See you later. And then they would always come running. Again, like this girl did. So, my advice is, one, long term, this is not going to work out for you. She's only going to hurt you because you like her. Yeah, you're going to hurt you. You're, you're going to feel bad. But if you're stuck in the trap and you can't deal with it, just proper, like, n- when you're around her, know that you're better than her and behave that way. And that will drive her mad. Can you not just say to her... But really, run. Run, yeah. Can you not just say to her, look, this is what's happening here. You're hurting... Uh, I clearly like you, obviously, and you're talking about other blokes all the time, and this is hurting my feelings. Yeah, if you, go, if you, yeah, if you want to screw this up, then fine. Uh, so I'm, I'm not interested. Please don't call me yeah. uh, again. And it's hard I to do, though, when you like her, though. Really hard. Really, mm. really hard. Um, yeah, no, no, uh, I had something, but it's gone. I would say, long term, it's not going to work out. Just get out. But I would go, yeah. Get out. It's about how you carry yourself. That's what's attractive to anyone, male or female. Yeah. So if you don't deserve that, which I don't think you do, Tom. Don't sound like it. Then don't accept it. That is just, it's that she's showing zero... She's she's lost. She's been so selfish. She doesn't realise, but she doesn't realise... What she's got there in Tommy. Yeah. Tom Peaks, Parks, <laughs> you go out and you get yourself a lovely woman. Lady. Lovely young, you. young lady who respects you and is kind to you and doesn't take advantage of you because you deserve that. And appreciates the kindness and love that you can show to her. Yeah. And there are, they are out there. That's there are yeah. boys and girls out there who, oh, who, um, who, 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 who will treat you. Oh, God, Lars, I showed her to that. She was, she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> So wrote a comment that is the most British thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Three cheers for my missus. Um, I loved it. It was great. Um, yeah, so there's plenty out there who who will will be kind to you, and you won't have to deal with this mind fuckery 
you know, in the future, and you look back and you think that girl wasn't very nice, or maybe she's just confused and she's immature and stuff. Indeed. But whatever it is, Tom, you deserve more. What a lovely way to end the podcast. Uh, if you are new to the podcast and you've enjoyed it, you can listen to it on iTunes. Um, just search uh, what. Long Bull Street. Yeah, and go back. Look, there's, we, we always talk about football, but there's always this stuff. So if you want to go back and listen to the old ones, you can do. Yeah, leave a review if you want to. Um, most importantly, subscribe to Bull Street. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Thoughts on White Teeth, uh, any soldiers lost in battle. Just talk to us. Check in. If you don't like commenting, just check in. Mm. We'll see you next week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.